Hey kids, how's it going? It's your old pal Gorag. Gorag the Slayer. As usual, the show's brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Make your custom pin-on-button design a reality. Lone Star Buttons makes buttons in multiple sizes and shapes. They also make different products out of those buttons, including magnets, mirrors, and bottle openers. Mention Revenge of the World and get some buttons thrown in for free. To get in touch with Lone Star, you can email info at LoneStarButtons.com or you can call the owner directly at 281-798-1996. His name's Adam Jones. Tell him Goreg sent you and you want to suck on his hairy tits. <sighs> oh, yeah. The show also has a new sponsor, Jessica Martinez, agent of insurance. You can call Jessica or as most call her, Miss Martinez. And she can quote you for auto, homeowners, renters, or life insurance. You can call her at 713-298-1985. Tell her Gorag sent you, and you personally want to shake her hand. Other than that, if you want to take part in the show, make sure to like our Facebook page, Revenge of the World Podcast. Everything we do goes through there, as well as our website, revengeoftheworld.com. And if you feel like it, Go on over to iTunes and subscribe, rate, and review. Nobody knows for sure why this helps, but supposedly it does. So here we go, episode 100, coming to you pre-recorded live from Atomic Age Studio in beautiful Pasadena, Texas. It's the Revenge of the World podcast with your hosts, Gabriel, Google Me Dieter, Bitch and Brennan Birch, Mike, V. Rodriguez, and Brenda, Valdivia, Valdivia. Over again? Nope. <laughs> We're <laughs> happening. Yeah. 90s cable access at best. What's up, everybody? Uh, hope you can hear me. We're we're in the middle of controlled chaos. Is that blue light on? Is that blue light on the side of that thing? Yes, on? it's green. Yeah, it's flashing between green and blue. That's fine. That's <laughs> We're great. doing a live show. That's great. It's hey. episode 100. Hey. I'm your host, Gabe. Google me, Dieter. <laughs> I'm here with Bitchin' Brennan Birch. Hello. Mike V. Rodriguez Hello. and Brenda Valdivia. 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 <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, nothing much for here. Yeah. Is there anybody sweating? No. No? No more than usual. Just me. Just me. <laughs> I'm radiating heat right now. Always. I feel like uh, Ron Jeremy at a. Uh, <laughs> at any event. I don't know. <laughs> at, at any, any event, event he's in. Just, just standing in line at a Taco Bell. <laughs> I don't normally feel like Ron Jeremy whatsoever but uh tonight i do <laughs> it's episode 100 what what can i say yay, yay. congratulations milestone so what's up how, how is everybody here happy with the way things are going uh as, as, hap- as, as happy as i'm capable of being we're climbing we're climbing in in uh yeah. productivity i'm just basically. sort of accepting <laughs> defeat yeah <laughs> It's not so much to feed. It's more like bracing myself. It's like, all right, here, here it comes. It's like seeing an, a wave coming towards me. I don't know what's underneath that wave. Yeah, I know it's not going to be pleasant, but I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go so, with it. So, so you're just looking up the the big fifty foot wave. Yeah, ride it so you're, out. You're you're like Bodie in the fifty foot storm, man. <laughs> ride it out, Brenda. Everything's gonna right. be okay. Um. Guys, thanks for listening. Um, glad we're here in front of who knows a couple who knows of people. who's watching. Two people. Uh, three. Sunday. <gasps> hey, Sunday three. night's hot for Facebook Live. I yeah, think. I mean, there's like football on. Which 
how how is our audience cross pollinating with football? That confuses me. <laughs> We're not sure that it is. It's yeah. men beating each I gotta, other. I gotta I don't see understand. the. I gotta see the details. This yeah, might I mean, be is, fake is, news. Is the Walking Dead on or something? Oh, oh no! They oh, come no. back in February. Oh, okay, good. In the last, oh, I think six, the series six. we have doubled our viewership. <gasps> the season finale of Sherlock is happening tonight. Oh, geez. and I've been stressed watching it. Really, I'm not having any joy. Because I used to love this show. The first two seasons I loved. Okay. And the third, and then the fourth. Eh. <laughs> but I can't stop watching it. Okay. And it's like it, it's like that wave again. <laughs> Are you waiting for it to get back to its roots? That's the exact same feeling I have for Walking Dead. Yeah. I've I've been dead inside for about three seasons now. It lost me yeah. in the second season. That's yeah. where it lost me because I'm oh, a yeah. big fan of the comic. So right. I was reading in the entire first season. I was like, "That's not what happened," even yeah. though it makes no sense. You <laughs> never expect a television show to keep to the source material. Why would they? I mean, mm-hmm. it's only an incredibly successful and well acclaimed. It's a cheat. Everybody at AMC is cheat. Yeah, I don't know. They kind of lost me with The Walking Dead whenever it got to the point where, uh, like, whenever they first introduced the concept that everybody, no matter what, was going to turn into a walker. Oh. <sighs> I mean, I feel like that kind of takes all the stakes away from it. Because the whole point of the show... Oh, come on. I'm I'm fucking with you. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, the whole point of the show is to try not to be a zombie, you know? Yeah. I mean, I would think. Or not to get killed by other people. Because it seems... Oh, what if inside we're the walking (gasps) dead? (laughs) Brought to you by And it's a metaphor, but life. Yeah. Let's let's just complain about it. Man, I'm getting. I'm really anxious. I'm. I'm. I. I purposely did as little for this show as possible. Well, that's what we do. I so appreciate it. So I'm really excited to see like you're what, the line. You're what the news line. you're gonna hit me with because this is a big hundo. See, yeah. there's like big guns coming out. Uh, I had planned on doing a review of the past 100 shows, but that would take. <laughs> Let's do it one by one. Episode one. Katie want... Mitchell, Brennan Birch. Now. Uh. It went better than I expected. Just like, <laughs> yeah, it went better than the pilot episode. Every hundred That's episodes, true. you're just doing reviews of the previous hundred <laughs> oh, episodes. That would be horrible. <laughs> and every hundred episode is eight hours long. Yeah. Oh, we God. could do it. Joe Rogan can do it. We can do it. Oh, oh no. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but again, I don't know. <laughs> uh, what else is going on? Usually we catch up and see what's up with everybody. Uh, well... Let's see. For me, do you have an announcement to make? It's kind of a boon. Yeah, I do have an this is announcement the first time today. You've been back in a while. Yeah, I, I haven't been back in a while because I've been like lazy. Sorry, you've been building an <laughs> empire. <laughs> is that one? Yeah, that's what I call binge watching One Piece. Like, <laughs> Two year hiatus. Yes, building an empire. Um, so officially, uh, Revenge of the World is part of the Mockingbird Network. What? Yeah. yeah. And it was never and it was never like a plan like there was no long like con to me like I'm going to get on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I was really just thrilled to be a guest cuz I heard a couple of episodes I was like this is weird. I like weird. <laughs> and I don't get a chance to talk about weird too much. <laughs> so uh, you're going to talk weird tonight. Yeah. yeah. Uh Brennan What's up? Uh, I feel like we just did a show like three days ago. Yeah, we did. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it's a little Very little has changed in my life. Uh, I did find out that uh, on my little open emu emulator thing that uh, it has 32X games that I didn't know I had. So, <laughs> nice. Uh, X games? 
No, 32 minutes. Like, it's... Sega 32 minutes. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I thought you meant, like, extreme. Like, all of a sudden, <laughs> there's like, well, a bunch of dirt bikes and skateboards They everywhere. are from the mid-90s, so I'm sure they are very extreme. <laughs> but yeah, so I've been basically doing that with my son. Uh, went and visited my mom, put together a chicken incubator. Whoa. Yeah. What? Yeah, like, this, those little things you use to incubate eggs and turn the eggs into... Oh, a chicken, chicken incubator. What did okay. you think I said? I don't want to repeat it. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> I blame your sinuses. <laughs> My sinuses. <laughs> chicken. Yeah, so that's pretty much all I've been doing is just... Country boy stuff? Yeah. Awesome. You know. So I wanted to ask, Open e- EMU, is that a technology? Is that a, a system? It's like this thing that they made for uh, Mac. It has all of the old school emulators all in one place. Gotcha. Okay. So like it can run Genesis, it can run, you know, TurboGrafx 16, Wonder Swan, all this other random Okay. Stuff. So yeah, I mean it, it runs everything up to PlayStation One. Hey. So, sounds like my uh I got a Raspberry Pi set up with um Yeah. yeah. A, a, friend, <laughs> a friend of mine has that and he has it set up with like MAME and everything. Yeah. So he has every game that's ever been. There was this really popular game that was only available online, but you can basically make any character into a fighter. For this game, it had a, at some point it had over three hundred characters. Really? But I'm talking like Homer Simpson fighting. You Sailor were talking Moon. about Mugen. Oh, Mugen. Mugen. That's what huh. it was. It was like a. I think it ran on a, a Street Fighter Two engine. Really? Yeah. But you can customize them to do any fight moves, and they would just do their like original fight yeah, moves. Yeah, Yeah. It was a lot of fun wow. because you would have these completely overpowered. Like you would play this uh, Stave Puff. Uh, marshmallow man yeah. and he was like life size <laughs> and his whole attack was just stepping on people okay. and he would just destroy anybody he went against <laughs> that's nice. awesome. yeah it's pretty much an engine where uh each character you just load up the different um what are they called sprites you yeah. load up sprites for each character and give them a move set and bam like somebody would make it you would download it put it in a certain folder and it'd be like okay now you can play as homer simpson now you can be jack skellington you can be michael jackson okay yeah. It's pretty fun. It uh, I played it. Oh, it was a decade ago. Yeah. But it was like it was cool. one of those things that made 4chan, I guess, okay to exist for a while. <laughs> because... <laughs> that was like the one thing that they contributed to society that wasn't a conspiracy Before theory they about Steininger, if you're on, you got to take a <laughs> take a shot. <laughs> All right. <laughs> should, we t- should we tell the viewers about the drinking game? Oh, uh, yeah. Go for it. Okay. Uh, so anytime Pizza Gate is mentioned, you have to take a shot. Well, <laughs> oh, uh, that's me. Let's see. Anytime, what was it? Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon anytime, Musk, anytime yeah. anyone mentions Elon Musk, you have to take a shot. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. What was yours? Every time Brennan says like. Yeah, every time I say like, you have to hit the like button in the chat. Oh, oh shit. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Every time I said, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> you gotta, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you gotta okay. do something. I don't know. Take, take a uh, shot. Finish your like drink. It. How about that? Yeah, finish your drink. Oh, I just started. I'm very ignorant on a lot of stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't man. know, man. Maybe, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, yeah, here we go. You guys want to talk some news? Let's talk some news. All right. <sighs> we all know what time it is. It's time for the news. Gorak sounds sexy right here. Gorak has a very sexy uh, phone voice. Yeah. Not very whitish. He's a beautiful man inside. That's what it is. Debatable. <laughs> He, he could fit two beautiful men inside of him. <laughs> uh, and he has. Rest in peace, Jimmy Snooker. Uh, that murdering bastard. <laughs> that lovable murdering bastard is dead. He, he died. He had a uh, stomach a- cancer. Actual murdering or like? Yeah, he murdered his girlfriend and uh, 
his sentence was commuted whenever they found out he had terminal cancer. Oh, damn. Really? So, he, so di- he died a free man. So you can get away with murder if you kill someone with a terminal illness. It was, I think the reason no, was... No, he wasn't, has a terminal illness. Yeah. yeah. I think the reason was it wasn't cost efficient. Like, the state would be required to pay for all of his medical um, treatments. Sense. So they're like, no, we're just going to let you die. That's mm-hmm. a good loophole. And then they're like, here you go. Hmm. You're free. How old was the girlfriend? I don't know. He was like 72, 73. Oh, murdering somebody at 72? Come on. Yeah. I'm sure he, I'm sure he murdered her much earlier than that. <laughs> oh. One can only hope. <laughs> That's a pretty good ace to have in the hole, though, you know? He murdered her with a I coconut. Think. With what? a coconut? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did he put a lime? That's what he hit uh, Roddy Piper over the head with. We literally or just Roddy Piper. the coconut joke. Yeah, 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 yeah. he's the one that had like those anger management problems, right? Like he would just Jimmy lose Snuka? it. Right? Yeah, yeah that, he blacked out. Yes, that rage. one wrestler that had that problem. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, my friends took me to a wrestling. My only wrestling match it was for what's ATRX, I think that's what they call it. Uh, um, and. Um, it was with a lot of my improv friends and a couple of stand-ups. And everyone's having a great time. And I'm just trying to get, understand what's going on because the overwhelming scent of teenage boy <laughs> was just hitting me so hard. And uh, if it wasn't for my friend Laura, I don't think I would have survived because we we just like turned into screaming old ladies. <laughs> yelling, like like old age obscenities because we're just like let's just get through this man <laughs> it's a uh yeah it's a it's a weird thing it's, it's a... popcorn and patty melts <laughs> patty melts at a yeah. wrestling show it's, no the smell of the teenage boys oh, okay. it's like it's like the discovery of axe body spray yeah and the forgetting of showers mm-hmm. like it's that yeah. transition so, age. Yeah, the perfect el nino <laughs> axe and Febreze. Uh, let's see. Thursday, Representative Maxine Waters was talking uh, the security exchange, and the C-SPAN feed was interrupted by Russia today. Hmm. <laughs> it was, and if you, did you see the footage of the interruption? No. no it was weird. It was just like graphs of like really happy news. Like, hey, it, w- it was kind of like one of those afternoon news segments. Like, is your water full of freeze, antifreeze? And it's just, and those, you're like, in Russia, so yes. <laughs> and they had like Twitter accounts, like, tweet at us. So it was like an, um, it was just Russian, and that's what was so upsetting. It's like, oh. Was it in Russian? It was Russian. Yeah, it was. No, no, it was, it was in English. English. It oh. was in English, but so you didn't even know what you were looking at. Because it just said RTV, and for a moment, it's just, what? What's happening? And then all of a sudden, like, Russian TV! And it's, it's, <laughs> I would have loved the to see the... horror started kicking but, in. Yeah. I would have loved to see the C-SPAN studio at the time that was mm-hmm. happening. That is too, like, it's too coincidental. It, it, it don't make no sense. Like, that's like, really? Like, when I heard that this happened, I was like, really? Yeah. What does 4chan have to say about it? <laughs> oh, I didn't read up on <laughs> Come on, man. I'm pretty sure they... they uh, <laughs> Claimed responsibility they just, for it. Yeah. They just yeah. said LOL and then the N-word and then cuck for like a thousand <laughs> times. And that cuck. was it. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, Mike said cuck. Take a drink. <laughs> but I never say cuck. I oh, I said it again. Uh, <laughs> um, We're just let's see. Okay. Uh, new talk. A village in Alaska is seeking disaster relief due to climate change. Yeah. There are permafrost 
the the ground that they are built built on uh it's called permafrost is melting right um, um so it just means they're the ground is getting waterlogged and uh nothing can survive it's, it's they're losing 70 swamp. feet of land a year right oh, they wow. have been for the for a couple of years now, are, are they talking? Is the the is it like an it's island eroding. where it's, it's it's shrinking or is it like sinking? It's next to a river and it's eroding. Uh, it's yeah. going into the river and becoming more yeah. river. Right. Uh, so they're asking the federal government and FEMA to kind of change the rules around because they're saying that it's a it's a you can claim that something long term is a natural disaster instead of just a hurricane because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're saying this is something that there's 450 people that live there and they're like if this happens a couple more years like all it's all going to wash away, so we need money right now to relocate up the road or whatnot. I forgot what they said. I think it was like 20 miles or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's freaky deaky. I don't know if the they plead for Obama in the next week to do something. I doubt that's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> they said that one of the most, one of the biggest disasters to happen to any country is drought because it's not sexy. <laughs> and it's so, it's such a slow moving yeah. disaster. The effects are so slow moving, so people don't donate they don't like there's no like big photo until it's way too late and everything's desolate right. um so it's good on them for trying to jump the gun and uh, ringing the bell about it but yeah they're, they're saying one, uh because of the erosion they're um they've lost their sewage lagoon and landfill right so by this time next year if it keeps happening they're gonna lose their water source oh. and by 2020 they're gonna lose their school and airport like it's Serious biz. I know it's only 450 people, but can we just talk about the fact that the school is right next to the <laughs> airport in a the sewage bill. lagoon? <laughs> sewage <laughs> lagoon. That's how it always happens. It sounds like a punk band name. It does. Sewage lagoon. Sewage, sewage lagoon. lagoon. It's awesome. Uh, uh, feral cats are decimating Australia's wildlife. What? Uh, they cover 99.8 percent of Australia at 2.1 to 6.3 million at some point. Good Lord. Those must be some badass feral cats. Yeah. Think about yeah. all the things that can kill you in Australia. Well, just normal house cats, like they they take responsibility for uh, a lot of bird deaths. Like, yeah, I, I forget what the Squirrels. study said, but way more yeah. than you would think. But they don't have any evidence. They're just like ISIS. They're just claiming. <laughs> <laughs> well, they said like two hundred years ago. They, I mean, that was whenever cats were introduced. They had no cats in Australia, and mm-hmm. then two hundred years ago, someone's like, "Hey, here's my furry kitty." Yeah. People liked them, and then they got feral, and they have. Wiped out several species of things. They have gone extinct. Hmm. They said one cat single-handedly killed uh, a small island's wren population. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never. I, I know for a fact if I let my cat outside, he yeah. would decimate the bird population. <laughs> he is too good at jumping straight up in the air and catching everything. And he, he has like that crazy look. Uh, like yeah. if he was if he was a person, he would be the equivalent of a wiry man standing outside of a corner store like you know he can just fuck shit up yeah. he's, he's, he's like prepared to stab you yeah, he's at pre- any moment <laughs> just like that so I'm like eh. yes so the only 0.2% of Australia that doesn't have feral cats fucking up a shit are places where they have specifically made cages to not allow the cats in while keeping the wildlife in there and it's wow. super expensive cuz yeah. Australia is like this the size of America or bigger, right? So yeah, so their plan is to It's a continent, not a continent. Uh, they don't want to call it killing. They're gonna call two million cats in the next time. Yeah, culling. <laughs> so, Change one vowel. That's all you yeah. gotta do. And because they, they said that um like giving them well not really poison, but they're basically gonna shoot them because they're saying that, you know, trying to 
capture them is not going to happen. Right. Because they're feral cats. They know what's up. So they're going to just be people. Oh. 100 episodes, everyone. Hey, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> so, uh, I, wonder, I wonder, like, how many, like, how high of, like, how many incidents there are of uh, toxoplasmosis yeah. in Australia. Oh, just because people of that. Who, who have that exposure and just love them? Yeah. Like cat, or they so no, you don't, a lot you don't want to pick up a feral they, cat. They probably have like an, an disproportionate amount of crazy cat ladies in Australia mm-hmm. right now. Because are they going to call oh. the cat ladies too? <laughs> they should. <laughs> they should in every country. As a cat owner, yeah, they should. That'd be okay. a weird dystopian novel. Yeah. <laughs> Planet of the Caps. <laughs> so uh, these cat ladies and like the same clothes. It's not even rags. It's just the same clothes. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I don't know where to go with that. Yeah. Uh, z- how do you pronounce this guy? Uh, Zhu Yongguang. What? Yongguang. Yeah. Zhao. That sounds about. Zhao. No, that's a Z. Zhao. Yongguang. Uh-huh. Yongguang is uh, dead at 111 years old. Uh, he invented. That's too much. Uh, yeah. Pinyin, a system to convert Chinese characters into the Roman alphabet. Okay. Oh, um, okay. Because of him, literacy in China went from 15 to 95 percent. Yeah. Wow. I don't know if he can take full responsibility for. Well, that. he was one of I mean, the main people, people are having to learn how to read, but he still developed a system for it to be possible. He developed this right, right, in right. 1958 when he was checked in his 50s. Wow. Whoa. So he's 111 now. He, he didn't even it. want the job. He didn't want the job. <laughs> he, had, he had come back from America uh, after a brief stint on Wall Street. And then when he came back to like, hey, we want you to do this new thing. He's like, I don't know. And he spent uh, three years developing the system. And it's been largely successful, like you said, of, of mm-hmm. making people literate. Uh, just because there's so many symbols in the Chinese language and so many dialects that they needed something to kind of... Uh, it, the system is supposed to use so that no matter what, you can tell what it is without having to pronounce it the same way or something right. like oh. that. So, Lord. Yeah, I know that Vietnamese... It's written out in a way that even if you have no idea what you're saying, yeah. you know how to say it. You know how to say it. Right. Yeah. I don't know Vietnamese, but I can try. <laughs> I feel that way about Spanish. I, you know, whenever I took Spanish class, granted, I don't, I'm not fluent in it at all. I know a couple of words, mostly the dirty ones, but mm-hmm. I just love it that every time you say something, the E is going to make the same sound, the A is going to make the same sound, the I is going to make the same sound, no mm-hmm. matter what. So you can kind of pronounce it even if you don't know what the hell that word is. Right. Mm-hmm. You can kind of get along with, you know. It's weird uh, that you say that, because I can only... I mean, I know some Cantonese, and it's only cursing. <laughs> what, <laughs> what's the best Cantonese word you know? Uh, well, I know the phrase... Uh, I'm sorry, Cantonese people listening, but... Do you say lo mo means fuck your dead mother? Wow. <laughs> and, that's some harsh... And, uh, harsh right for the heart. That's all you got. In the Chinese... <laughs> Culture that's especially bad. <laughs> so, like, they, if they you ever get into a heart. disagreement with a Chinese it, person, you're gonna go straight for the heart. If, um, I think no. if you you say go fuck a your dead mother, that's kind of harsh in any language. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's a Hamka Chan means you bastard. That's 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 a good one. That's I saw the into it. I saw the Book of Mormon, and if y'all haven't seen this, go see this. Um, because they have this great song and you think it's like kind of a kuna matata. I, I can't, I can't remember what the exact phrase is, but it basically means God go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, and everyone's like singing it, like jumping around and there's like dead, um, 
cow carcasses like throughout the stage and they're wow. just like Shit. and it's so catchy and everyone's like yeah and then he, he explains what it means and you in just everyone's just like oh. <laughs> oh okay okay so how long did this guy live again 111 years. Okay, 111. Died in a ski accident. That in and of itself is <laughs> a news item. Yeah. Don't trust any of these. Um, That's died, fake news. He's, he's, so it's really happy for this man. <laughs> he died having sex with his 20-year-old girlfriend. Hey. <laughs> no. So 111. How, yeah. That's too old. How how old do you think you should, like, What do you, what, what's your cutoff? Like, when are you done? Like It depends on how healthy <laughs> I am when I die. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I think as long as I can have a coherent conversation and shuffle around, I'll be okay. I'm always really impressed by those really swole old people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Stallone, who's like 70-something. Yeah, or like um, the the sensei from Dragon Ball Z. He's like old, but he takes <laughs> off his shirt. He's got like 45-pack. Just like something happening. He's not real. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's all shading. Like, but it's a goal. It's a goal to aspire to, I guess, you know, without the perversion. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think I think if I realize that I'm not, my cognitive faculties aren't clicking, I'm just going to go. What about you, Gabe? Uh, same. I just, my benchmark was to be able to wipe myself, but now they have these uh, portable bidets that you can <laughs> install. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, as long as I have one of those, I'd probably say... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Until you I, I cannot don't... function a bidet. You yeah, can't press yeah, a little bidet yeah, button. Yeah, exactly. We should all have Japanese toilets. The Japanese have completely outranked oh, us. Yeah. I wouldn't like... survive. Are those, a, are those a, <laughs> squatting ones or no? No, it's not the squatting one. They just have a lot of buttons. They heat up yeah. the seats. Like, they oh, days. Okay. Oh, I'm, they thinking play... of, I'm thinking of like Korean they like play music. Yeah. No, they even play music so they like yeah. cover up your poop and sound. Oh, Lots of trumpets. They're like all self-cleaning. Yeah. Ah, wow. Well, for me, I don't know. I, okay, I got a history of diabetes and heart problems in both both sides of the family. So I would say 60s is a pretty good thing to strive for. Um, I lost both of my, well, my grandparents on all my sides uh, by the time I was 20. Um, on my mom's side, both my grandparents, I think, were gone by the time I was 10. Um, I, can't, I can't remember how old they were whenever they passed, but it's like, when I hear stories about people turning a hundred, that seems like what the hell? Like I don't, I don't understand. I, I couldn't fathom living that long. Mm. I don't know. I feel like these thirty-four years have been long, pretty long. I can't Dude, imagine three times that. I want to buy you a juicer, man. Aim higher. <laughs> like, just aim higher. It's sixty. Have low standards. My, my mom will be is good. like sixty-five, and I'm like, please don't die. You don't even want to so, be, be able to retire. Man, yeah, yeah your <laughs> retirement like age is over I, work, I don't, I don't have any savings. Get I don't some know. Of that social security, though. It'll be, it'll be gone by the time we're sixty. Oh, don't just fool yourself. Tell you what, if you hit that retirement age, <laughs> just pick up heroin. Yes. Just something. Start a no, jazz well, if, band I, if I hit sixty-five, just, I'm no, definitely telling people off. I'm telling everybody off. Yeah. I like. Uh, that's the one thing I like about getting old when like they don't give a fuck anymore mm-hmm. and they they're rude as shit to people. Mm-hmm. It's like people under five and people over sixty five, mm-hmm. they just say what's on the fucking mind. Yeah, there's no uh, filter there. Yeah, because like, everybody thinks it's cute. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So what, son- are gonna, what are you gonna do? Attack me? I will snap your bones, old man. <laughs> My son was at a party yesterday, and um, there's some stairs there leading to a girl's room, and then there was one where the boys' room. And he saw them, and they told him, you can't go upstairs, that's the girl's room. So they're asking him 
what he was doing. He's like, oh, nothing. You know, there's the girls' room. There's the boys' room. And there's the old ladies' room. And I was like, ooh. I was doing this, but they were all like, oh, that's so cute. I was like, all right, I'm out of here. He can't get away with it. He's adorable. Yeah. Um, Next bit of news. Uh, There are... (laughs) I'm a big fan of D.B. Cooper. I'm just kidding. Uh, nobody <laughs> probably no probably knows what the hell that no, is. No, I, I read that cracked uh, article. There are new leads on the D.B. Cooper case. Um, anybody know like, the story? Yeah, I, I can he, briefly uh, summarize. Uh, okay, let's, go let's, for let's it. Go, go in the for audience. It. We got a little. Yeah, more. go for it. Okay, so D.B. Cooper. It was, it's 1971. 1971. This guy hijacked a plane, or he he said he had a bomb on him, and he's like, I he have did to, have a bomb. Yeah, I have some demands. I demand was two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand. What's the equivalent of a million dollars into the, I don't know. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. They land. They give them the money, and then as they're taking off again, this guy says, "Deuce," puts a parachute on. And puts a parachute on the money. On the money, yeah. And puts just, a parachute boop. on himself, and then jumps out of the plane. Jumps out of the plane, and then they've never heard from this guy since. Somewhere between Seattle and uh, Portland. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. a heavily heavily wooded area. Yeah. Yeah. So we're talking like hundreds of acres, mm-hmm. just just deep forestation, and, and you know it's not like they had heat-seeking cameras or anything. <laughs> You're just out there. Yeah, that's really Those drones. Yeah. A manual manhunt happened. Uh, so now, in current times, uh, they some private people that are just you know hobbyists brought in the uh, the clip-on tie that he wore and put it under an electron microscope and found all of these rare earth elements like titanium and like hmm. uh, uh airplane aluminum stuff like that uh so clip on time <laughs> it's different times that's the part you're shocked about. <laughs> so uh given the the time that this happened and the the minerals that they found the elements they found uh they're putting his workplace at a uh boeing facility mm-hmm. um where they were working on a supersonic transport plane. Wow. So... This guy's James fucking Bond. Yeah, no, he is. Oh. Uh, he is. So he's got, he got away unsolved. with it. Yeah. You ever wonder if the detectives working this case is like, oh, he's so cool. <laughs> 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 no, they, they closed the case last year, so nobody's working on it at all except private individuals. Mm. I mean, if um, he did survive, he'd, what, be in his 70s by now? 80s? Yeah. 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 At that point, I think I turned myself in just to like just to, say? Just yeah. to parade around. I mean, if your age nah, limit is if... sixty, I'd be <laughs> yeah. like, I'm living the afterlife, kiddo. You're I wonder just what the average money age is people. for uh, people in prison. I don't know. Not, not seventy. <laughs> what if you go in at eight, age eighty? How long do you live? <sighs> but I thought I don't know. This case is pretty interesting, considering all the manpower that's gone in mm-hmm. to try and to figure out. Who the hell this guy is? Hey, um, I know, you know, we talked about this the first time I came here, but I, I always think about that UFO sighting you were telling me about with yeah. the radiation poisoning. Mm-hmm. What highway was Cash that Lander. on? Um, I can't tell you off the top of my head. But... Oh, okay. Was it a freeway or a highway? It, it was. It's kind of a back road. It's, oh, okay. okay. It, it runs parallel to uh, Highway Fifty Nine North, like, okay, on the north side of town. I could, I have the exact coordinates if you ever want to go. Yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, I want to go. I want to stand there and hope I don't get radiated, but I want to go. Yeah. Well, you can't because they completely replaced the asphalt. Yeah. Like, oh, that's fine. Happened. That's why I want to go. I don't <laughs> want to actually be radiated. Good, good, good. Uh, okay, the last piece of news I have is uh, SpaceX landed a plane. A uh, plane? No. No. A fucking rocket. Yeah. A rocket ship 
that has gone into space has landed uh, for the seventh time. The seventh oh. incredible time. Which man's um, company is this? Yeah, what's that would be Elon Musk's Elon Musk. company, <laughs> SpaceX. <laughs> Pause for a drinking break. Yeah. So anyway, is there anything this man cannot do? He always the I first time I heard his name, I thought he was a clone. <laughs> you yeah. got that Elon Musk on him. <laughs> he seems like he's from the future. <laughs> yeah, like he, he he is this close to being a super villain if he really wanted to be. What's gonna be the creepy thing that comes out about? That's the thing that I'm always waiting for. Well, he's working for Trump's cabinet, so uh, that, that's yeah. we're a little closer to finding out. I'm pretty um, sure he has like some sort of like Star Wars type satellite floating in the atmosphere that we don't know about. <laughs> just some. I doubt he's responsible for that. Just like it's all <laughs> it's solar, but it's all doing. solar powered. <laughs> it's really green. Solar powered Death Star. <laughs> uh, so this uh, this launch delivered ten iridium satellites into orbit. That sounds villainous. Iridium. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of scary sounding. Uh, but they're they're the first package of ten, and there's going to be a total of seventy in orbit to create this like uh, communications web okay. for the Earth. Like the entire planet is going to be surrounded by these satellites. Well, we're already like filthy rich in satellites. Yeah, he yeah. wants to do that to give everybody Wi-Fi, right? Or is yeah. that a different thing? This Wi-Fi, is... cancer. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I would I would trade my. I would have cancer just the satellites don't yeah, belong faster speeds yeah the <laughs> satellites don't uh belong to spacex it's just like a mission they have okay um we're living in the future guys we are a fucking rocket would landed. you go to space if you could yeah yeah I'd yeah go. <laughs> i'd go to space if i can die there. in space or at a place oh i want to just die on re-entry space. or just floating um <laughs> I'm thinking that I want to just be randomly shot out of an airlock. Oh, you know, oh, I, want, I want it to be a surprise. I want like my whole, you, you're, I want you're my whole trip. Life. I want my whole trip to just like be on edge the whole time. You're just eating dehydrated ice cream and poof. <laughs> you go to the bathroom when you're coming back. They just they like, just hey, suck you out the toilet. Hey, this door's uh, locked. What's going on, guys? <laughs> Brennan wants Thank to you. mutiny. You have a couple seconds before you freeze to death. Yeah. What do you say? What you... pose do you strike? That's the question. <laughs> That's true. Long enough yeah. to be like, guys. It's probably this. This will probably be the pose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got me good. Shake the fist. Be angry. <laughs> Shake your fist until it breaks off your elbow and float, floats off. Is there really like a more fitting end for me, though? <laughs> no. I'd, I'd pay to see that. <laughs> I think I would just like to float till I die. That sounds really nice. Just kind of like. Float till you die sounds like a good metal song. Yeah, it's yeah. a Gigi Allen song. Um, shall we proceed to Murder and Mayhem? Uh, okay. Okay, so I know last week I promised no more serial killers for a while. (laughs) Brennan likes to break his promises, especially on the show, (laughs) as do I. But this being our 100th episode, and, you know, we're a Pasadena-based podcast, and uh, that I know Brenda's down. Yeah. Um, We're going to talk about Dean Coral, the Candyman Killer. Shout out to last podcast on the left. I love you, boo. (laughs) Oh, yeah? They they already did this, huh? Yeah, Oh, yeah, that's a pretty well. Fuck those guys. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so uh, Dean Coral is pretty much the most. I would say he's probably the most famous. My granddad mentioned him on Halloween. Did he? Yeah. What did he say? He was he was uh, saying that there weren't many kids in this neighborhood because of the the Candyman guy. I don't. Before he didn't or him. after? Did he get into like one day he showed up and they all just... no, all the kids started disappearing. disappearing? No, no, no. 
Oh, he didn't go into detail. But that's really my ominous. granddad's not one to talk about you know serial what? killers. I would I would be like, no, 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 grandpa, you cannot drop that beautiful nugget <laughs> of information and not talk more about it. Yeah, I don't know, man. It made a big impact. Yeah, that, that's pretty. That, that's a pretty creepy, random thing to hear out of like, yeah. one of your grandparents. But uh, yeah, so Dean Coral, uh, he's probably I would say he's Texas's most famous serial killer. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he um, his body count was so high that the uh, I think it was the governor mm-hmm. um, made them stop digging for bodies because it already broke the record uh, for mass yeah. murder. Um, so, and that's the only I think they stopped at what was it thirty three or thirty four? So um, nobody knows how many he actually. Killed? I saw twenty eight. Uh, twenty eight. But it's it's estimated he had like up to yeah. thirty five. I think. Like at Damn. the time, they didn't even they weren't even using the term serial killer yet. No, like anyone was anywhere. So spree killer. They just started vomiting. (laughs) Yeah, they're just like ew, gross. (laughs) So many bodies. So yeah, Dean Coral. He worked for a company in the Heights uh, that was run by his family. Is the what was the name of the company? I don't remember. But uh, yeah, it was just a candy company. Uh, I think it was just the Coral 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 Candy Company. They just ran this candy company out of their house. They had a candy store set up in the garage. Dean Coral liked to hire young teenage boys to come in, you know, help out around the shop. Uh, He also used to give out like the. Bad candy? Well, not the bad candy, but the candy that was oddly shaped. Yeah, oddly shaped candy. You would just, like give it out to the kids for free, and that's how he gained so many other trusts. A lot of them, he knew them since they were five, six years yeah. old. He, he wow. was he was basically. It seemed like he was grooming this entire environment oh, yeah. for years and years and years. He'd set up a pool table in the back. He'd let his you know little teenage friends come and party there, and you know smoke a little weed, whatever, shoot some pool, and he's like the Elon Musk of serial killers. <laughs> That is one way to put it. <laughs> he put together an efficient system. A little shoved in there, but okay, I'll take yeah, it. Yeah, I'll take it. So, he had uh, two accomplices that worked with him, which is really weird. You know, obviously, serial killers usually don't work with other people. He worked with uh, was David Brooks, and the other one was Earl... No, Elmer... Uh, Hinkley? Henley? Henley. 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 Yeah. He's still alive. Yeah, he is. He's, he's still in prison. He's still in prison. Yeah, still out there. He won't answer any of my letters. <laughs> no, you seem I mean, sad about that. <laughs> no, never, I will house. never write this <laughs> son of a bitch. Uh, yeah, there he he does have accomplices. Also, John Wayne Gacy was known to have quite a few accomplices that he mm. blackmailed into into helping him out. There, a lot of them were worked for him, right? Um, and he'd get them high, and then like, oh no, we killed somebody. Oh, what are we gonna, what are we gonna do? do? Why does this keep happening to me? <laughs> so, do, do you know Whoops. what the cost of a human life was back in the seventies? Well, not much. Two hundred dollars. He oh, said, yeah. "If you lord a kid over to let me torture and kill him, I will give you two hundred dollars." Damn, and that's what's that what is in it? today's economy? I mean, yeah. that's the real question. Yeah, uh, probably roughly <laughs> what a thousand dollars. It's pretty good. Thousand to fifteen hundred. That's not. That's not too bad. If you're a monster, yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. If, if you have no conscience... Considering and really... a gallon of gas was 10 cents. That's true, yeah. <laughs> that went a long way. It's about times. half a million. 200 that's all bucks we're was saying. half a million. That's all not we're saying. saying it's right, not saying it's time. wrong. No. <laughs> we're not judging here. <laughs> we're just reporting the facts. Yeah. <laughs> Objective. Uh, are we bad people? Eh, probably. Yeah, a little probably. bit. Okay. A little bit. Yeah, so from... He was primarily active from 1970 to 1973. And over the course of this time, he was using his two young accomplices to... They would lure the people in. He would tie them to a torture board and do terrible, terrible things to them of, you know, a violent and sexual nature. And then he would dispose of the bodies in a number of different... What did he do? Just pulling this okay. He would dispose of the bodies in a number of different locations. Uh, one was... Lakes, was it Sam Rayburn or Lake Jackson? I don't know. Uh, there was one in Houston... 
There, there, were, there were several different locations where he disposed of the bodies. The entire time that he was active, HPD never put it together that there was one person committing all these crimes. Like, they didn't know anything about what was happening until uh, Elmer Hinckley found himself in a situation where he was asked to participate in one of the murders. Uh, one time, he brought home a female instead of a male, because uh, Dean Coral liked to kill males. And he brought home a female one time, and Dean Coral was very, very angry and said, okay, well, you have to take care of her. You have to do this. And instead of him killing the girl, he killed Dean Coral, Elmer Hinckley. Or Henley. I'm, I keep saying Henley. Anyway, uh, so they never put it together. The only reason that they even had an inkling of what was going on is because this man, uh, Elmer, had come to HPD and said, I just killed a man, and he's killed a bunch of other people. Let me show you where the bodies are. Damn. They never even had a clue. And the parents of the uh, quite a few victims, they kept pointing at him. Mm-hmm. They kept pointing at Dean Coral. They're like, this man is not right. Mm-hmm. Um, but the police thought he was a pimp. Who lived in San Antonio? I think he went by the name of Chickenhead, something like that. Hmm. You have to look it up. Um, but sense. a lot of uh, it was like the promise of work. So he, like Dean Coral would make all these fake letters, like, "Hey, I just found a job," and the parents were like, "My kid would not leave for a job. <laughs> these are not kids who are interested in working." <laughs> um, but seventies, <It's> <laughs> yeah. But the the thing about it was that the the state of Texas and Houston kept rejecting federal money. To hire more police officers so there was a huge lack of police force i mean we're i think uh they said it was like one police officer for every five to six thousand people it's yeah. the numbers were just ridiculous so it, there was nobody to spare to go look for teenage kids because it was also when the cocaine and heroin started coming to houston so it was just um a perfect time for dean to be very active because there was so much happening in the city, there was nobody to to like really look into it. And what happens with a lot of serial killers? The first one, you know, it takes time for them to build up to it. But by the end, he just kind of went berserker mode. I think he killed. Didn't he kill like one a week or every two weeks? By the end, it was a high number. Like by the end, it was just like just bringing all these kids in <laughs> like a like a murder buffet. What did he do with the bodies? He, he buried, buried them in four locations. One was a beach. One was, uh, oh, God, what's the name of that place? It's kind of near my house. Uh, on 146, before you get to 225. I forget what that place is it called. It was in a shed. Yeah. And the landlady was like, he just liked being in that shed alone. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't really- Yeah, he, like the first victim, it was, uh, they found them uh, tied up in a plastic sheet, covered in lime, underneath a big boulder. Mm-hmm. Okay, like, we, got a, we got a question from a listener. Uh, Jason Petty. He's asking, uh, well, he says, I feel like I'm so desensitized to violence that high body counts hardly phase me. What would be a high body count that would absolutely floor you? For a one For person? For one killer. 33 is pretty high. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think that the reason why we get so desensitized to the numbers is because I think for um, people like us who are interested in serial killers, the numbers don't register as a person anymore. But you got to think about what it takes. I mean, there's four people in this room. If I killed these guys, you'd oh, remember yeah. me. <laughs> but especially live on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but in so I I consider I would consider more than two impressive just because think about every fight you've ever been in. If it's more than one fight, then you already know yeah, the amount of work, the amount of work going into actually killing somebody is is monumental. You're taking yeah. a human life. So, well, we all grew up on Rambo movies too. So that's true. That's true. And most people die like this. 
<laughs> okay, so does he still hold the record? No. No. I, no. I'm I'm pretty sure hasn't there been somebody who's like claimed a hundred bodies or something? Um and I'm not talking about a mass I th- killer shooter, but, the but night a stalker? serial. What was the Night Stalker's oh. numbers? Because he was like total randoms just crazy yeah. all over the city. I would say 50 for me if somebody had killed 50 people at individual times. That would It like... also depend on the amount of time. Wasn't Lucas yeah. claiming like 100? Or... Luca- oh, maybe. Yeah. Let's look it up. Hello, internet. Yeah. Um, if anybody wants to get with us like on the serial killer numbers, we'd be really excited about that. <laughs> you, can Live actually, you can actually <laughs> talk to us about that yeah. in our next segment. Yeah, so what we're going to do friend questions? You up for that? Yeah, let's do, let's do some friend questions. All right, we're doing friend questions. Uh, what do you got, Brennan? Uh, let's see. I don't have anything. I'm watching the live stream right now. Hold on. I'm interacting with all these fine. I got people. I got a cup. Stacy Daniels asks. Uh, I'm going to the DC. I'm going to DC during the inauguration. Should I watch Trump? Get sworn in or ignore it and try to kiss a junior senator in a bar somewhere. <laughs> Por que no los dos. Yeah, there you go. Just look at the television while you stick your tongue out. There you go. Yep. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> she also asks, are men's buttholes bigger than women's? Everything else is usually bigger. Maybe your b-holes are too. Most de- ah, nah. I've seen women. Uh, I've seen the remnants. <laughs> oh, yeah? I've seen the remnants of what a woman can leave behind in the toilet, and uh, just as big. It's just as big. Uh, yeah. How do you, what? You know, I, I don't I'm, think that I'm that butthole size roommates. is gender specific. Uh, I, I really don't. No, I don't think so. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's like one of the things that we're all equal opportunity about. Like anything, it has to do with how much stress it has. I think it's true. It's made to stretch. Too. Yeah. How big of poops are you taking on a regular basis? Yeah, probably has a lot more to do with Speaking it. of which, my son today was very proud of himself. He said, like, hey, Dad, look how much poop I pooped today. And uh, he didn't flush it yet. I looked in there, and I was like, oh, my God, that is a human-sized shit. Yeah. A grown-ass adult shit. Yeah. What's going on? My, my kid, pretty, he poops pretty big. He's, he's like, <sighs> he's busting Coke cans. Yeah. That's oh, pretty God. sweet. <laughs> yeah. My friend, that's my boy. <laughs> my, my friend, Joe, looking at you, Joe. Joe's, like, texting me all morning, like, why he's late. He's, like, pooping. Still pooping. Poop. I'm still pooping. Like oh was, my god. It was not having a great morning. They should uh, call me Riggs because I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> Stacy Daniels also asks, in 100 shows, what's your biggest piece of advice? Hmm. Don't talk about shit. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> I feel like we spend a lot of time talking about shit. Uh, I wouldn't say a lot. I mean, it's, it's I, a topic I would, I would, that's I, been addressed. I would say that we've done a solid, full episode, like overall... Just talking about my bowels. Oh yeah, you're, I mean you're you're Ooh. a special case though. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Are you you're okay? Not, I got the IBS. Yeah, oh. that's that's a so major problem. You can't just ignore something like that. Yeah. Uh, you got a, you got one? Yeah. Okay, we got uh, CJ Menard. He asks, uh, "What is the worst movie you've ever seen that everyone needs to see?" Mm-hmm. Oh, Humanoids the B the movie. The, the B movie. The B movie, hands down, is the most frustrating angriest movie i have ever sat through at this the main character jerry seinfeld who's supposed to be the main character and good guy convinces a human woman to leave her actually pretty good boyfriend for him an actual bee and they like flirt hard but guess what he's a fucking bee and she's a human woman and that's not even the weirdest part like they sue there's ah, mm. 
Go watch the bee movie. Because You're not like, down with that human bee relationship? Wait, it's just... It, he's a fucking bee! It's 2017, man. Open up your horizons. He's a tiny little bee. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> so, I, it, it's not for children. It's not really for adults. They kind of adhere to the laws of beedom, but not really. And you have no idea what their, their scope of life really is. <clears throat> here's the thing. <laughs> You need to watch this movie. You, you could just set Brenda off. <laughs> because I can't. I can't. I've. I love terrible movies. I love Mystery Science Theater three thousand so much. I love it all. But there's something about this movie that makes me lose my shit every single time. Funny enough, my son enjoys that movie a lot. I never. I, it's always in the background. Most of his stuff is uh, for me at least. He likes it. Sit down and watch it. <laughs> Sit down and see what you're exposing your child to. Okay, hold on one second. We got to do some business here. We got an announcement. Live callers, people. Live callers, if you want to call in and ask a live friend question, here's the number. 832-202-5064. Call now. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'll hold this up. You don't need to see um, my face anyway. <laughs> Am I even on camera right now? The worst movie I've seen that... People need to also see. I can't think of one. I really can't. That's weird. Yeah. It's the Lone Star There's talking. also The Room. The Room's a great bad The movie. Room was actually suggested by uh, Robert Mullins, one of the commenters on that question. Like, someone suggested that. Uh, yeah, it's one, of, it's one of the best midnight movies I've seen so far. I cannot make it through The Room for nothing. Oh, you gotta see it with a huge group, group of people. It's hard to watch by itself. And I think Birdemic is also up there. A, a friend mm. of mine did a showing of it. Um... Brian Jones, he did a, a showing of uh, Birdemic at a theater, just kind of like a private showing. And the first um, 45 minutes of Birdemic, there are no birds in this movie at all. And it's just kind of a dating movie. Oh, and then all of a sudden, birds show up. We just so lost our feed, everybody. Feed. <laughs> oh, no. One second. Technical difficulties. That's okay. We'll just edit this out. You can do that live, right? Huh. Who wants to edit? Okay, here, uh... This is part of the, the fun do, of the show. Do, 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 will, do, Somebody just told me I look exactly the same from high school. Nice. I don't like this. Nope. Uh -oh. I was not a cool person in high school. <laughs> <laughs> I was not happy with myself. My phone died? Died. Your phone died? My phone died. Oh, fuck. Okay. Oh, fuck Let's put mine on. Wait, I have 33%. But I do have a pretty big audience. Isn't it on? Hi, welcome back. <laughs> Alright, yeah, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Hold on. Are you recording? Okay, yeah, we're good. good there. We just had a minor catastrophe. Yeah. <laughs> we did not. We went dead for a little bit. We weren't live. We were I'm sorry dead. about that, folks. Uh, oh, Jesus. Ah, ah, ah. Oh, lift the chair, lift the chair. 100 <laughs> episode. This is awesome. This is 100. Guys, okay. we're taking friend questions. <laughs> I've just been holding this sign up for a long time, but if you want to call in, it's 832-202-5064. We're taking them. Can you see us? Uh, I'm not logged into my account yet. <laughs> Technical difficulties, people. <laughs> we're having fun. Episode 100, we're doing new things. For the last time ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, Manda Marie asked, do you still need friend questions? Yes, Manda, we do. Yeah. Uh, Robert Mullins asks, uh, would Brennan be willing to act in my short film for school? Mm. Sure. What's the short film about? Yeah, what is it? 
Give us a call and let us know. Give let us, us know. a pitch. Pitch it. Pitch it. At 832-202. It's up to down. <laughs> 8 There we go. Give us a call. If you could have dinner with any serial killer, would you do it? And who? Mm-hmm. Probably stay away from the cannibals. Yeah. Um, that seems legit. Hey, probably there we go. Yeah. I probably wouldn't do All right. it. I think we're back now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Where's the light? Y'all can see the light? Yeah, we're good. Okay. I think we're good. <clears throat> Longtime friend of the show, Lori. Oh, wait, oh we, sweetheart of the show, Lori Rodriguez. Couple questions. First off, uh, favorite soundtrack uh, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight, Gummo, or Bride of Chucky? Gummo. Uh, Gummo has that bitch and sleep song in it. Yeah. Uh, Tales from the Crypt, I remember it had a. Oh, no. Had a bitch and yeah. ministry song on it. Yeah. Bride of Chucky. Can't remember what's on there. Bright Chuck- <laughs> I remember the Bride of Chucky not being terrible. Yeah. But I mean, Gummo has sleep on it. It has spaz on it. I mean, it's like just doom and black metal and okay, I mean, power violence. It's great. I mean, it's, it's you can't beat that. Hit that. Oh, the song is uh, "Tonight We Murder" or whatnot. Ministry. I think that's the name of the song. Yeah, I barely remember that. I just remember when I was in junior high, like all my friends went to see uh, "Tales from the Crypt" Demon Night without me, and I was really <laughs> bummed. <laughs> Did you uh, ever see "Tales from the Hood"? Yeah, uh, there were some strong and weird morals in that movie. <laughs> That's what I remember the most. Like yeah. I remember being confused what the moral of the story was. <laughs> like, okay, I guess. <laughs> um, me and Jess watched Tales from the Dark Side uh, a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. a few episodes, and they were they're pretty cornball. But the the music is exactly how I remember. Of course, exactly how I remember it, but. I used to be really freaked out by that yeah. song, and now it's just corny shit. I, I'm not scared at all. What's the scariest movie you saw as a kid that did not live up to its hype? Your own hype. Because uh-huh. I remember re watching Chucky and going, oh. Oh, really? Man, that movie like ruined my childhood. Yeah. Like, straight up. Really? <laughs> like, if, if I ever meet Brad Dorf at a horror convention, I'm going to yell at him. Damn. I didn't have dolls because of that movie. I refused to play with dolls. I like slept with a bat for like two months. He's a fucking legend, and you're gonna yell at him. I'm gonna yell at him for a movie he made in 1988. Yes, and that mm, didn't ruin it, but I still have a thing about Large Marge from the Pee Wee Herman movie. <gasps> oh man! Still, when that scene comes on, I still like I close my eyes for that split second. I showed that to my son, and he cried. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then uh, Howard the Duck. When that oh, guy's yeah. tongue turns into this weird tentacle and like yeah. sucks the power, it, it was so I disturbing. Ugh. I wasn't allowed to watch typical horror movies as a kid, so that was like the scariest moment I got was the large march scene. Yeah, well, like I was because my my mom was in her like kind of mid twenties, so she was like a cool eighties person. <laughs> so like all the slasher stuff just went right through my house, and yeah, it was bad. Uh, got another question. Uh, do we have a favorite podcast moment? It's a multi parter. Oh wow. Um, I think the first time I ever felt like we were doing it right was episode five. When was this? this was Where a was lo- I? This was a long time ago. Like, the first time I ever thought we were like, oh, maybe we kind of know how to do this. It was like in the fifth episode when we were talking about Scientology and starting a cult. Dude, that was awesome. <laughs> like, it was like was, the first time I was it, like, thinking felt about good. that the other yeah. day where we, uh... We came up with our own cult. What's the yeah. cult? Yeah. It was, it was something about like wearing space robes and like fucking people. I don't remember. But <laughs> that's most cults are about. That's yeah. The, yeah. That's you the you gist You have of your it. bases covered. Yeah. 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 That's basically it. Because we, we were talking about starting a, a Scientology book club and uh, reading Dianetics, but neither of us could make it through it. Oh, man. 
Yeah, it's such a dry read. Yeah, it's tough. Then stuff. we got a okay. So where is Steininger and did did uh, Brennan murder him? Was the next question. Steininger uh, went into self exile because <laughs> he he didn't enjoy the way he was coming off on the show. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I, I don't know. I thought I thought his I just political, thought he didn't like us. Though. I thought his political insight was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I enjoyed talking to him about that. But if you want to. Give us some live friend questions. You can call the number on the screen. 832-202-5064. The 50th person to call in will win 100 bucks. <laughs> Tickets to Ario Speedwagon. Uh, we could probably pull that off. <laughs> you I'll can sell Ron the Space Knight <laughs> here. Um, they'll, they'll win, they'll win a, t- a Toyota. I haven't been here long, but I think my favorite moment um, is when you asked me about reality. And then I kind of got off on this tangent. And then you just said... Brenda, you're sweating. <laughs> it was like, we don't know what is is. Like, we were just kind of, I was kind of, what your kind of lost is. it for a moment. It's like, I'm, I don't know what's happening. Um, for me, I don't, I don't have, I, the favorite part for me is every episode when I get to listen to it after it's done and I don't have to work on it anymore. <laughs> yeah. When I hit the post button and I can actually go to bed, that, that's my favorite moment. Yeah, I think that's what people maybe don't really realize is like how much you actually put into doing this show. Yeah, not anymore. Uh, now that we have a soundboard and I don't have to go back and mix in the music, uh, it's going to save me a lot of time. And I'll actually okay. be able to climb on top of my woman every once in a while. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't like it whenever you call me your woman. <laughs> everything Brennan, we said tonight, that was kind of upsetting. Uh... uh you never showed up to wrestle me in the morning, five 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 a.m. every morning. <laughs> okay, I'm well. uh, it's not happening for me. All right, I'm sorry. You got to be greased too. Yeah, make them work it. for us. Lou up. Easy. Yeah. My favorite uh, moment, I guess, is every moment. I don't know. I feel like uh, I was very hesitant and nervous when you asked me to get on it, and I think that after a couple episodes, I've hit my stride, and I. You fucking rule, you rule on on gathering information. <laughs> yeah, and, you, you do like ninety percent of the show. Whatever uh, you're gonna be on. Yeah, it's 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 a breath of fresh air when you come on. Yeah, because I'm dead I mean, weight basically. No, so. <laughs> you both have uh, different strengths, and I wish the two of you would be on more shows together. It would. Uh, <laughs> Let's do it. It'd be awesome. <laughs> hey, as as long as it's not a Sunday, I can do a lot of shows together. As long as it's not a Sunday or a Saturday night. Awesome, Brenda. You got to come on more too. Oh yeah, uh, I, I should. I just. You have your empire like, to run. I don't like driving. No, it's not even that. I just <laughs> one I piece like already ended, right? It's, it's, it's a, like here's the thing: if you live, if you're not from Houston, driving to Pasadena is kind of an experience. It's because, a treat <laughs> because, because all of a sudden, like this, like there's refineries everywhere, and everything is on fire. <laughs> And it's just kind of like coming to Mordor. It's weird. It's, it's a true. weird it's feeling. Yeah, your eyes burn a little bit. Yeah. Oh, everything in, sort of driving like in weed. at night. It's weird. Don't come in with the windows down. No, oh so. no, no! I've done that sometimes when I'm coming home from work, and it's like for a brief second it smells kind of tasty, <laughs> just for a split second, <laughs> yeah. and then you get the chemical <laughs> aftertaste. I was like, oh, why? Because it's like the a little barbecue. It's just all burnt. <laughs> Yeah. The first time I drove by, it drove in for this show. I was driving by. I was like, it "Smells like weed. It smells like sour diesel." Yeah. That's why it's called. Oh <laughs> my god! What am I smelling? Like, I'm literally huffing gas right now. <laughs> awesome. Um, I don't know. We're still open for friend. You got some more? I got a few. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Go let's for see. It. 
Uh, Erica Dugas asks, where's the weirdest place you've ever pooped? See, back on poop. Where'd that poop show? <gasps> the weirdest place or the weirdest... Well, I don't want to go there. Um, Person, place, or thing? <laughs> Who did uh, poop on? Weirdest place I've pooped? Uh, in my car. Oh. <laughs> Really? In my oh. car full of people. What? <laughs> what? what happened? Uh, okay. Is this, a, is this a pant shit situation? Re- remember when we played Taco Land? Yeah. And Ram was feeding us all that free beer? Yeah. Well, the next day, my insights weren't handling it so well. And uh, I shit my pants. <laughs> did you? Yes, I did. <laughs> wow. I shit my pants. And uh, uh, first uh, gas stop we made. Uh, threw away my underwear. Wow. Yeah. Man. 100 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm in solidarity. I, I did uh, one time at work. Uh, I think I discussed it on a previous podcast. I did um, have what I thought was a a fart while I was peeing. Mm. Turned out to not be a fart. And yeah, I took off the boxers, put them in the trash can, said, oh, I'm not feeling well, boss. And then went home all shit panted. So I guess that's the weirdest place. In my pants. At work. <laughs> At work. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a, there's a person in the next stall. All they heard was me going, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and I have a sneaking suspicion that uh, so they knew who I was. Today. Yeah, yeah. today. It happens. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shit happens. Uh, yeah. I don't really have a good one. I mean. You never shat yourself? <laughs> uh, are you not a man? <laughs> <laughs> it's a rite of passage. Uh, Check out Mr. Tighthole right here. <laughs> so we answer yeah, so, that so if you want to answer who has the tighter bowels, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, you shit all the time, and not I, once has it. Dude, <laughs> I'm a professional. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's strong muscles you got. I can I can handle an emergency, man. Brenda. I hate poop. I hate talking about poop, but I'll do it. I'll do it for the show. Um, uh, it it was like this biodegradable box. Um, that you take camping so you can purposely poop in the woods. Mm. Nice. And it like protects animals from your poop. And you oh, just bury it. very uh, nature conscious. Yeah, they should put like seeds in the corn. It's, it's a weird feeling to poop in the woods. It's like, huh. I need one of those. Huh. Yeah. You just look around because the there's no stall. <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing going just, on. There's no stall. During a podcast, like, you just go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm wearing a diaper right now. Oh my um, god. If you want to call in, folks, uh 832-202-5064. <laughs> Laying it all out. Come on. Get in on the shit talk. Okay. We have another friend of the show, Jose Alberto Chavez. If you didn't live in Texas, what state would you live in? Uh my answer is I can't say because I mean I've been to a couple of other states, but I think Texas is where I'm most comfortable at, and this is probably where I'm gonna die. I don't feel like moving anywhere. But if you had to, if I had to? <laughs> Oh, that's that's a toughie. Um, California has nice weather but terrible people. Um, that's a toughie. Maybe Florida with the old people. Uh, I was thinking no, Florida. No, no, no. A lot of weird shit Name happens higher. Florida, Florida man. <laughs> I was thinking Florida just to get Florida's terrible to have a crazier life because you were telling me they like... have to put up wire fences for gators. <laughs> keep All right, puffing up. No fucking way. What you got, Bren? I loved Washington. I could, I'd move back to Washington in a second if there was like you know a functional a reason to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean I, I loved it there. It was like just nice people. There's just a bunch of hippies. Uh, mountains, four seasons. Yeah, yeah I'd, I'd probably move to San Francisco if money wasn't an option. Yeah. 
the money wasn't a problem, I would probably move to San Francisco. Same reason. It's like be- it's like beautiful. Yeah, San Francisco's awesome. All year round. There's hills, so I would probably lose weight eventually. And um, good people. And it's uh, an Alcatraz. Why not? It's got everything. I hear LA is pretty awesome, but crowded. So I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so it's a multi-parter. Here's the second part. Okay. Other than store brands, can you name another major brand of liquid bleach excluding Clorox? No. I don't think I can. They can't be the only manufacturer. What kind of question is that? <laughs> a not least specific one. God damn. My like, mom would just say Cloro. So I'm going to go with Cloro. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Bleach. No, no I can't. No. <laughs> well, other, other than... Uh, Q-tip brand Q-tips and store brand store brand Q-tips. I don't think I can name another Q-tip manufacturer. Call it Kroger's or like mm-hmm. Good Value, which is yeah. probably well. No, but, but, well, that's the store brand. I'm saying besides store brand and the Q-tip brand, I don't yeah. know of another Q-tip manufacturer. <laughs> Swab, the little swabbies. Episode 100. Ooh, okay. Any more? I mean, we got I, any more? I feel like that might be the worst question we've ever gotten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Given it's time to I don't know who asked it, it's but time step to your game the- up. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? It's time to roast the listeners. Uh, Let me again. tell you something, listeners. We've been carrying this shit on our backs. I did like four already. <laughs> four? Me and Kevin are talking in the back, and we don't care. Um, shit, I think we're winding down on friend questions. Yeah, yeah think let's, so. Uh, let's switch over to a full tirade. Uh-oh. Oh. We have one? Oh yeah, always. Always count on me to have a tinfoil tail. I'm going to chew that up and eat it. <laughs> yeah, that worked out. Yeah, that worked great. Hey everybody, it's tinfoil tirade time. Uh, which is brought to you by LoneStarButtons.com. Make your custom pin-on button design a reality. Uh, I was talking to Adam Stimpy Jones uh, just last week. How are his tits? They're hairy. Yeah. Uh, still hairy. Um, he is. He's got a plan in place to ramp up his production and expand his his products mm. uh he's well it's easy to do that sort of thing whenever you're in the front for a drug operation yeah yeah no plenty of plenty of drugs going in and out uh yeah. lots of money coming in he's he's expanding his mm. business uh El stimpy they that's how that's how, they, stimpy. that's how he has a chance to keep those 90s prices that's yeah. right 2001 <laughs> 2001 uh so he's actually coming out with these uh i think they're they're like hand mirrors that you can actually do point, rails off of 2.5 oh, inch and uh no no they're long like oh, nice. rectangular <laughs> mirrors pretty when awesome you say rails you mean with a little tiny skateboard uh-huh. no sweet. yes <laughs> yes all right so exactly I'm, I'm down. I can uh, I'm cool. <laughs> on your fingerboards is very yeah. uh let's see he offers products in different sizes and shapes he can do magnets uh bottle openers and mirrors uh to get in touch with lone star buttons you can email info at LoneStarButtons.com, or you can call 281-798-1996. Tell him Revenge of the World sent you, and he'll throw in some uh, extra buttons for free, gratis. Well, you also have to tell him your intents to suck oh, on yeah. his hairy tits. Uh, tell him uh, that we sent you, and you want to suck on his hairy tits. I feel um, like, he- I always wonder what the customer is like, oh. Yes, I want to suck on your <laughs> <laughs> well, Excuse me, what? <laughs> I want to suck on your hairy tits. 
Okay, that's like four buttons. Let's just say four buttons. That's not actually the bad part. The bad part is whenever he comes to collect, he actually expects you to suck on his hair. He likes the the twirling and the. I used to have a classmate who would just like look at me across the room and just like his finger would go up while he had like sincere eye contact with me and just like start circling around his nose. And he would never change his facial expression. I would lose my shit so hard, and he never got busted. Nice. Uh, today's tenfold tirade is about the Chilean, Chilean UFO that they released a video of. Have you seen this? No. They I released saw it last week. Uh, it's pretty fucking amazing. Um, this Navy helicopter was, uh, doing a patrol along the coast and, uh, maybe 20 miles ahead. Um, they were using infrared to, to look around and they spotted these two, um, balls very close together <laughs> and uh <laughs> <laughs> sorry okay <laughs> and uh, uh so uh this thing they followed it it was it was going about the same speed as this helicopter and uh they were watching it on infrared and all of a sudden it like sprayed out this like long piece of superheated uh gas and then just kept going like it was it was fucking weird. And I read this article saying that uh, it was probably an airliner. <laughs> and That's this what is, they normally look like. This yeah. is a, a, a pretty sophisticated Navy helicopter. And uh, they were in contact with the, the radar stations on the ground. And they said there was no activity in that area. So whatever it was, it didn't even come on radar. So there's no way it could be. It was yeah. an un- fucking unidentified flying object. Yeah, and even if it's, like, a high-tech helicopter, it doesn't fly as quickly as a plane. Like, it's not meant to move forward in space. It's meant to hover, like a hovercraft. Yeah, so I saw the video. It was like, uh, you see the two balls, and then all of a sudden, there was just, like, a long... Like, it it came shooting out, whatever, (laughs) the super hot air. We're talking about shit again. Well, no, no, no. It it did look like a a long penis with little balls on it. But I gotta see this video. Can somebody pull this? It's nine nine minutes long. Uh, The video is pretty amazing. But there's no like I don't see a solid explanation for it. Like like Gabriel said, they called in. They're like, "Hey, this is weird shit on the radar. Somebody doing something?" And they're like, "No, there's nobody here. Y'all all all alone next to these UFOs." Do you think it was another government testing alien technology that they have gathered from other aliens? They were nope. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. No, it's possible. Chili and chili. So we're watching this video right now. Okay, okay. I'll put it up here. This is exciting for Mike, the people saw it. looking at the feed. Um, that's a very clear oh, yeah, visual. Infrared, yeah. yeah, that's amazing. They bought it from America, I'm sure. That's amazing. Whoa. And this happened. So it kind of looks like a potato at first. Yeah. 2014. Yeah. 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 So they just released. They just released declassified it or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because in 2014, this is technology that was super secret. nobody's gonna believe us by now so this happened at the dead of night i'm guessing no it was during the day it was during the day yeah Yeah, it just looks like that because it's it's infrared the thing was traveling the thing is if you were just do a screenshot and put this up i swear it was an art installation it's such a beautiful you see that you see yeah that there's the penis emerging yeah it looks like a stream (laughs) uh, a black line just starts streaking across the sky it looks really thick i think you're right very veiny. It looking like it's like that. Yeah. Uh, didn't they cut open an insect and like this giant worm came out of it? Yeah. Like a yeah. 
sort of reminds me. It almost looks like it's turning into a baseball bat that's about to no, the, whack the helicopter. They didn't cut it open. Guy. They uh, there was that video is of a uh, praying mantis that they had sprayed with bug spray, and when it died, the uh, oh, that's right, that, the uh, the uh, worm, not a worm, pest. What you, parasite? Think about it, the parasite, parasite inside parasite, of it started yeah, coming yeah. out, and it was like, Whoa. oh, it's Whoa. weird. There's Way nothing the more board. terrifying okay, than botflies. Interrupted. Gross. Is your phone dead now? Uh, probably died. Okay, so uh, I guess that's the end of the show anyway. Yeah. <laughs> um, thanks for we listening. All Thank you. Everybody. We will find a way to power it all the, the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someday we'll arrive with a fully charged phone. Zuckerberg, get on Mine that shit. Mine was fully charged. Oh, really? Yeah, it was fully charged. Zuck- just, yeah. Well, that was powering the audio, too. So. Zuckerberg needs to get on um, putting Facebook Live onto the laptop and desktop interface. They do. They do. But you can't control the uh, audio interface. So it's what do you like mean? whatever mic is on your computer. And it, it won't let you use a, a secondary camera either. So No? Nope. Fuck it. We're not not even if we're you, doing the YouTube thing. Anyway. Not even if you can if you make the webcam your primary video device. This is really exciting for the audience. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh thanks for listening, everybody. Uh shout out to Jess Martinez for helping out with the uh what what the laptop i would i would call her a sponsor and she is actually an insurance agent so if you're out there and you need insurance of any kind other than health uh you can call her at 713-298-1985 she does home auto renters and life insurance so there you go i'll have a better shout out next episode uh Anybody want to say anything before I hit stop on this thing? Uh, you can check out this show and other shows like it on the Mockingbird Network. It's MockingbirdNetwork.com. And um, if you look us up on Facebook, it's Mockingbird, Mocking Space Bird Space Network. So it's uh, three separate words. And um, you can find a bunch of shows. I can't wait to have more guests on here, like start crossing over. I'm really yeah. excited about yeah. it. I'm so glad you guys joined our network. And I'm ready to get weird. We're excited, too. Yeah. yeah. Have us on, because after this episode, we're going to take a week's break, uh, because I need to do some shit. (laughs) And, uh, Brennan? Um, I guess thanks to everybody that's ever listened to us. Yeah, fuck yeah. You know, like, you have no reason to do that, so thank you. (laughs) Even the person where we're talking shit about your questions. Yeah, it was great. (laughs) Thank you for participating. It's all in good fun. It's all in good fun, always. Um, Um, Thanks to everybody that's come on the show. Yes. Like, again, you have no real reason to do it, other than the fact that you just want to hang out and talk so thank you we are gonna have some uh official guests uh come in um later this month oh uh derek bros is one he's uh he works for the what is it anti anti-media anti-media and uh he's got a lot of interesting stuff going on so uh i think he's gonna report on Pizzagate soon so Yay. that should be interesting <laughs> last drink i'm out yeah too many shots today <laughs> I also want to say thanks to everybody that's listened, uh, even the people that don't live here and don't know us directly that listen. That's awesome. Yep. Who are you people? Who are you? <laughs> Brennan, you want to throw out our social medias? Yes. Uh, let's see. We are at ROTW Podcast on Twitter, uh, Revenge of the World on Instagram. We have our Facebook page. It's Revenge of the World. We have our website, uh, revengeoftheworld.com. Go there and click on the t-shirt at the bottom of the page because that brings in money for yes. the site. Mer- merch is good. And the 
whatever else we do. <laughs> and just just like tell people about us. That would be great. Share, yeah, sharing is definitely caring. Hashtag uh, revenge, uh, revenge of the world. Hashtag that's, you know, anytime you talk about us, please let us know. Hashtag us. Hashtag Mockingbird Network. Let's us know not only that we have more listeners than we realize, but it's also a great way to connect with people who love this stuff, too. So um, anytime you're interested and you want to talk about it, if you want to message me so we can talk about murder and weirdness, I'm totally down for that. And if you have anything going on, like uh, maybe you're starting something. I don't know. Maybe if you have a a side gig that you want to uh, put out into the world, let us know. We'll talk about it, and maybe we'll have you on the show. Um, thanks to everybody that's listened. Yeah, thank, thank you, you so fun much. Fun times. Happy 100, guys. Gently go fuck someone. <laughs>